Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to Take Your Bow, a new bite-sized podcast series from the Curtain Call Stable that shines a spotlight on the people that make theater happen. In each episode, we're giving someone in the theater a chance to take their bow, from seasoned professionals to drama students, vocal coaches to life coaches. You'll find them right here giving insights into what drives them to be in the business and who inspires them. On today's episode is stage manager extraordinaire Shane Tong. Shane has been backstage behind the scenes on many shows in and around the West End for many, many years, very often seen or not seen at the National Theatre in London. He is one of the hardest working stage managers out there working on the biggest shows, including Evita, Angels in America and Hadestown. But the lockdown ended his latest production at the National just after the dress rehearsal. And that hasn't stopped him using his organizing mouse as he's produced and managed a series of concerts every Saturday for the last two and a half months in the form of the Crystal Palace Lockdown Live. Now, I could go on about it, but uh, I do in this podcast, so I'm just going to let Shane tell you all about it. Um, I'm going to start us off, so I know your name, but... <laughs> Shane, could you uh, let everybody know your name and what you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, so my name is Shane Tom, uh, and I am a stage manager uh, working in theatre and uh, currently, uh, well, normally work at the National Theatre in London, uh, but due to the uh, coronavirus, I'm currently furloughed. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm at the moment. <laughs> so, um it's such a shame that we don't have the national theater to go into and just not just performances, but that's so many people's hangout place. Um, so many people would have lunch there. I had so many lunches with my wife there when ITV was just down the street too. So oh yeah, of course. Um, I miss that, but I also just miss being able to pop in for a coffee, check out the bookstore, um, let alone watch so much theater there. It is. It's really sad. And actually, I suppose, like everything, when you when you're there a lot and so used to it, um, you take it for granted. But now, not being able to go in every day, you're you're absolutely right, uh, John. That you miss that that community feel, that coming together of and just wandering through the foyer, picking up your coffee on the way into work, you know, and yeah. passing passing through, just seeing, as you say, people just popping in with the kids for a little respite or a meeting or there's someone always with a model box in the foyer having a meeting there. It's just so sad that that sort of culture hub of activity isn't able to, to happen at the moment. It's, it's definitely sad, but you know, we have everything crossed that it will, it will come back soon. I hope anyway. <laughs> Figures, everything, toes, arms, legs, everything crossed. Shane, Indeed. when did you know that you wanted to work in the business? Um, to be honest, it was sort of, I, I sort of fell into it by accident, to be honest. Um, it it came about when I was a teenager, to be honest, and when I was in secondary school. Um, and a new uh, sort of theatre club opened up in my local 
uh, village back up in Scotland. Um, and my best friend, Tim, who sadly is no longer with us, uh, not because not of recent uh, events, it, it was a few years ago, but he introduced me to this theatre group and I was kind of, you know, bit bored just what to do what my best mate was doing and I went along and we initially went as performers um and Tim dropped out after a few weeks and I was sort of just bitten by it I was this is I just knew this is what I wanted to do maybe and I soon realized that performing wasn't for me <laughs> um and I sort of got under the wing of those who were producing the amateur shows and stage managing them and I was like oh what, what do they do what's this all about and from there it just sort of exploded they encouraged me to go to these training courses um, with the National Operatic Dramatic Association I think it's called um, and then I, and through school drama lessons I just sort of got smitten by it uh, and went off to university and trained to become a stage manager uh, and, and that's that was it really so I've, I've got a lot to thank Tim and everyone who was involved in my local drama club back home uh, for what, what I've been able to achieve really. That's great I was going to follow on this with who inspired you then and uh, the second part of that question would be who inspires you now so I suppose that first one is Tim. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it would be really um, yeah I mean he was uh, yeah, he he was such a lovely, uh, lovely guy. Um, and yeah, I mean, if he hadn't invited me along, I really have no idea what I would have uh, ended up doing. My my whole family back in Scotland are in the oil industry. <laughs> and I know now, even now, that would just never have happened. So I don't know what, yeah. what I would have ended up doing, to be honest. Um, but yeah, Tim and my drama teacher, uh, Claire Robb, um, was a huge influence. Uh, she really uh, pushed me. You know, I came from a small village and a farming community. Everyone was in the oil industry, like I said, and, and to do drama or know about the theatre wasn't really explored that much there. Uh, and I think uh, Miss Rob, as she was to me then, sort of saw something and thought, oh, I've got someone that I can, that I can really encourage <laughs> and, and nurture here, which, which to my benefit is an absolute joy and I have everything to... Uh, to thank her for really so yeah that it was those two that got got me into it really yeah and is there anyone you look up to these days just that keeps you going and strives you to just push it that bit further um do you know i think it's just it sounds such a cliche and it might sound really pathetic but it's it's really just everyone that i end up working with um, I think theatre is such a and and any of the arts to be honest is such a collaborative thing and I love what yeah. I do um, that I don't want and I'm very you know very privileged that, that you get to work at times with the, the best in the business um, no matter where you work everyone's got the same goal and no one wants to fail and, and we do it for that you know it is we do it for the love I know it sounds cliche but um, it's the passion I think and, ev and everyone that's around you that just drives each other I think that's that's the inspiration uh, still yeah to keep it going to be honest yeah and do you, you, what does your family think of what you do? You said that you come from a farming community or, you know, everybody working in oil as well. What do they think of what you do or do they know what you do day to day? I, they, they've got a vague idea what I do. I don't know if they fully understand, but no, they, <laughs> they've been um, so supportive. Uh, you know, whenever I chose things throughout school and, and university and 
you know, even to this day when I'm, when whatever I'm doing, they really are in, encourage me and push me and, and really support me. So yeah, I wasn't the, the sort of the full black sheep of the family <laughs> as it were, but I, I was very lucky that all my family and my parents uh, really, really supported me and, and uh, yeah, sent me and took me and sent me to wherever I, I needed and wanted to go to, to help uh, support it. To be honest. So yeah, very lucky. So many people say that they're lucky and they feel lucky and I, that have been on this this podcast and it's so wonderful to hear um, that the majority of the people I talk to say they feel lucky and blessed it's both sad to hear that but also great to hear that that you know there's some people out there who aren't that supported um, so it's great to hear that you were let me how do I phrase this I ask everyone these same questions but I know you're multi-skilled because you're a stage manager. I know the skills that you have to have, or at least I'm aware of the skills that you have to have. Um, but you are a multi-skilled man. I know we'll get to that other side of having all those skills and using them on a day-to-day basis these days. But how important is it, do you think, to have many more skills than just one in your, you know, in your quiver? But um, also how... Do you juggle that in a modern world as well? Um, I think to be a stage manager, um, I think it's incredibly important to have a, a wide range of skills and, and not necessarily be uh, good at all of them or, or the best at all of them, but you certainly thrive to be. <laughs> but I, I think it's, uh, it's about understanding what everyone else around you needs to do to achieve what they need to do. Um, and obviously, as a stage manager, uh, you know you're you're in rehearsals. You're the one who's who's the communication link, I guess, to everyone. Um, and when you've got the demands coming through rehearsals, it's, I think it's important to uh, have a, a good and wide understanding of what what everyone is it needs to do and, and how that would impact on everyone. Uh, because sometimes we have to be the filter <laughs> um, and choose when to relay that information and when not to relay the information. Uh, but it's also, you know, we, we work so closely with the actors as well and all of the creative team and, and everyone working backstage on the show. And at times we are not necessarily the linchpin, but we are the go-to person, I guess. You know, everyone looks to us for the information or or uh, the updates of what's happening or anything that's changing or anything that needs to happen quickly. Um, so I think it's just, uh, having that calm approach and having the information at your fingertips. So it's it's about communication, I guess. If you're a good communicator and have a and a, a cheeky smile, then I think you'll succeed. To be honest, <laughs> um, <laughs> I think a cheeky smile gets you through many things in life. <laughs> I do, I do. Um, but it, it's it is in the modern world. It, it, it's um, challenging, I guess, because technology is becoming vast you know, in, in all walks of life, uh, and especially in theatre. Um, and, you know, you've got to, it's a daily, it's a challenge, I guess, to yourself to, to keep a bridge of all those changes and try and keep on top of it. And, uh, and uh, yeah, use it, use it to your advantage, I guess. And now the big question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How have you been spending your days, Shane? I know the answer to this, and it's fascinating, and I'm so proud of you, man. But tell oh. everybody how you've been spending your days and weeks since we've been shut down, the theater industry. Uh, well, <laughs> I've been spending my days uh, 
basically organizing a an online music a weekly music festival uh through facebook live uh that i produce every saturday <laughs> uh and i've been doing that for well this saturday is going to be a ninth week so what have we been in lockdown for 10 weeks i think that's right um so yeah so for nine coming up for nine of those weeks i've been organizing and finding musical acts uh, and performers or poets and djs to uh, be part of my weekly music festival (laughs) and it's no mean feat you know it's i've um my son has done a couple of a few of them yeah and I have been online for most of them. And not obviously, are you dip in and out because Saturdays we we kind of do things. We but we I know some of the people who've gone in. When we're in the garden, we just have it on, you know, and we have the we just listen to the new acts and the people that keep coming back. We're like, oh, we love these guys. But the, I cannot believe the amount of different people that you have found from all over the place. It must be a logistical nightmare, Shane. And and how have you found the sourcing, but also the managing of that? It's um, it's been fun. It's been challenging, <laughs> <laughs> um, because this. So the, the the festival we're talking about is Crystal Palace Lockdown Live, um. And nine weeks ago, well, probably 10 weeks ago, to be honest, I saw a similar event on Facebook um, from my local area in Scotland. Um, and they they do a similar format, but they've kind of opened it up that anyone can just post all the time. And it's just about bringing a community together. And I saw uh, this and I knew that Crystal Palace, my local area, has got a great artistic community, thriving artistic community. And I just thought, oh, do you know what? I'm I'm a bit down. The theatre's closed. Uh, you know, I, I was just about to open a new play at the National. We'd yeah. done a dress rehearsal. And oh, the, wow. the, the day of our dress rehearsal, we should have previewed the next day. And we were told, this will be it. We, we are closing the door. Oh, wow. So I was just really, I had sort of partial blues without evening, <laughs> without even <laughs> opening a show. So I watched this event on Facebook and I thought, you know what, there, there might be something in this. Um, and I just had an idea. I said to my wife, Corey, I, I quite fancy just giving this a go and see what happens. I've, I've never done anything like this before. I'm not from a music events background. And I just put a couple of posts out. Um, and I got a couple of answers back and I was like, oh dear, this is going to be, this isn't going to happen. It's going to be a car crash. <laughs> um, and I think that was on the Monday after seeing it on the Sunday. And by Wednesday night, I was sweating a little bit. <laughs> I had no acts, nothing really, two or three acts. And then on the Thursday, I was just bombarded by requests of people who wanted to perform, um, which I was like, okay, here we go. We've got to do something yeah. now on the Saturday and that was going to be it it was going to be I had 23 acts I think on the first Saturday um I was going to do it that was it one off you know and 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 uh, your son uh, Jack performed yeah. as well amazingly um and I was like oh that's it we'll do one week it'll be a bit of fun and and the response from it was incredible not only from the artists who performed but from people who like you said don't watch it watch all day they were sort of dipping in and out and taking bits and wherever they may be uh and i just thought okay well we'll do another one next week because we had some acts you know who wanted to do the first week i couldn't get in and it has 
loan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and now it's just, I mean, by the end of a, I do it on a Saturday. We start at two o'clock in the afternoon, and it finishes about ten, ten thirty if it all goes well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and each performer gets twenty minutes, so there's twenty-three to twenty-five acts every week. Um, and by the end, by the Sunday, uh, I've I've got the next week basically lined up now. It's everyone is just jumping at it. That's <laughs> amazing. I've seen it grow. I've seen how quickly people are going. Shane, I want to I want to do it. I want to do it. And um, it's so good to have like a running order as you would with any festival. You kind of go, hey, well, listen, we can go shopping over these two hours because I want to be back and and listen to some DJs. And I did a I did a watch party at one point, and you know, there's just been so cool things that are happening in the lockdown live, and you've had. You had a kids takeover, right? Yeah, yeah, we did kids takeover. So we had an hour and about an hour and forty-five minutes. So we had about eight or nine kids from the local community. Um, the youngest was seven, went up to thirteen, I think, was our eldest. Um, and I, I, it just blew me away the oh, the talent of them. You know, they're right. They were some were covering songs, but some were playing. We had a, a, a young girl on who was thirteen. Uh, she played the ukulele, the piano, and wrote her own songs. <laughs> I was just like, wow, this is, you know, we're in safe hands. Um, but it's fab. And we've, we've had it. We had a Eurovision special and Eurovision should have happened. So everyone, no matter what style of music or DJs, they had to include a Eurovision song <laughs> in their act. Yes, uh, I loved it. Yeah, it was great fun. And last week we went on tour. Um, so we invited, we opened it up because primarily it was for the Crystal Palace community. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the initial idea for the first week. And uh, and then it sort of, the week since, it's sort of, you know, people who are connected with people from the community. But last week, the Saturday just gone, we opened it up just to anyone and everyone who wanted to perform. Uh, and again, the response was incredible. We had acts from every of our home nations. We had, were in the Isle of Man. We were in Guernsey. We were in Barcelona. Um, you know, it was just incredible. So I'm I'm really proud of it. It's it's become a, a real sort of joy and a, and a, a sense of pride for me, to be honest. So. Well, Shane, you should. And you know, I have my Facebook open on a Saturday and pop. Like I say, I pop in, pop out, and. It's it's testament because I value my time on a weekend, and even when Jack's not playing, we have all of us on you know my wife and Jack. We all have our Facebook open on our phones just to kind of go, oh, wonder who's on now. Oh, Danny Nutt, the DJ, is a friend of mine. He's on, and you know, and the, the the range of DJs you have is fantastic. And I I just think everyone should go and check it out from this Saturday, next Saturday. Uh, well, you never know. It, how long you go, Shane? But we'll we'll kind of keep checking in from week to week. But um, oh, I've got you. a couple of questions. One going to ask before we get to some quick fire questions, which are lots of fun, and that yep. would be: you've been stage manager on a few musicals. In fact, the last time that we saw you was during the uh, the Evita run at the Open Air Theater. Yep, and. Yep. So you've done musicals in the past, and if you could only have one cast album that you could self-isolate with, what would that cast album be? Oh, that's that's a hard question. <laughs> I'm a massive musical fan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh gosh, that's that's incredible. Um, 
Wow. Do you know, I, oh, I've got to pick one. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, Shane. Do you know what? I think I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to pick one actually of a show that I worked on. <laughs> I'm going to cheat maybe Good. a little, but I'm going to go for Hades Town. By oh, M. that was M. so M. good. It was so good. And, you know, it's, it was such a joy to not only work on it, but to watch that show and the range of talent we had, because we had, it was in so much development in the States and mm. in off-Broadway, off and it, I think it went to somewhere in Canada as well, I've forgotten where exactly. But to bring it into us and for us to develop even further and send it to Broadway, but to have some of the cast, you know, we had Andre De Shield, who's yes. just a Broadway legend, and to hear his opening number every night was just phenomenal and so it just good. gave me shivers every night so, so I, can i just say something <laughs> patrick page that bass that he's got in his voice the olivier stage has never known anything like it right ever <laughs> no it was yeah he just and he talks like that it's that deep all the time it's <laughs> incredible you just like you have that Lion King Mufasa moment, you know, that Mufasa. Yeah. It's just like, poor Patrick Page. It's, uh, yeah, it was incredible. So, yeah, that would be the one. And even, just to hear those voices again. And, and the, yeah, and Amber the... was amazing. They just, I mean, everyone was incredible. Now, I can, you know what? I did. We have a mutual friend in, in Chris Lake. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Lakey is a, a good friend of mine. And... I was invited to the dress, the open dress. So I got to see oh, that. Oh, wow, really? Um, and it was just, the energy was off the charts amazing. Um, yeah. It was so it was much incredible. Fun. Yeah, and a, an amazing mix. Uh, the, you know, the British cast who were part of it as well. You know, there's, there's occasionally and often, a, oh, America's better or we're better. They just gelled and, and there was just a sense of just a company being together. It, it really produced something special. So yeah, I'll relive 100%. those days, please. The baby comes. 100%. Okay, that's <laughs> perfect. So we're going to do some quick fire questions here. They should, this should take no more than a minute. And I, I've taken more time than I said I was going to take of your time today because I could just talk to you about Crystal Palace Lockdown Live for oh, ages because it's so good, Shane. It's such a great thing that you're doing and a great outlet for people. But well, let's get through you. some of these questions. And it's a this or that. Yeah. There's no right or wrong answer, Shane. Okay. It's just, um, let's see how the, 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 the lay of the land lies. So, <laughs> um, movies or theater? Theater. Twitter or Instagram? Oh, do you know, I'm not on any and I'm learning about them both for <laughs> Christopher Palmer's Lockdown Live. I'm such a dinosaur when it comes to these ideas. But I will say Instagram. Tom Stoppard or William Shakespeare? Oh, oh Stoppard. Tom Stoppard. Broadway or West End? West End. Clotted Cream or Jam First? Oh, jam first. Okay. <laughs> Netflix or Amazon Prime? Netflix. Cinderella or Snow White? Cinderella. Wicked or Les Mis? Wicked. Dogs or Cats? Dogs. Stephen Sondheim or Lin-Manuel Miranda? Sondheim. There you go. These are hard. Okay. <laughs> those, those are tough. You did really well, actually. Um, okay. A lot of, I get called names sometimes when I ask people oh, really? <laughs> these questions. 
<laughs> so Shane, where can people find Crystal Palace Lockdown Live? Where can people find you online? I, you just said that you don't do really do Twitter or Instagram, but where can people find you on the show, socials to make sure they follow you and get reminded of when you guys go live and who's on the bill? So it's, it's all on Facebook. It's called Crystal Palace Lockdown Live. So if you search for that on Facebook, um, you can see that. And every uh, if you become a member, it's a group, it's not a page. So if you become a member of the group, then you get notifications when each act is live. And also we post up the running order uh, usually on the Friday, just before the Saturday. So you can have a look uh, and see uh, who's coming up. Um, we also do have an Instagram, but I'm so rubbish, I can't say what it is. I think it's just Crystal Palace Lockdown Live. So if you look for that on Instagram, then I will uh, put some links up it. there in the show notes. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> well, it's Shane, bad. thank you so much for your time. Thank you. And to Corey and just oh, it, what you guys are doing are fantastic. You really have lifted the spirits of hundreds and thousands of people. I know you have. Um, it's been a brilliant thing to look forward to, and it's offered the, the opportunity for people who need to sing or do their poetry, their written words, DJing, anything. It's let them get something out there and get some feedback and, and get people commenting live. And I know that my son has absolutely loved it. And Shane, if you twist my arm, I might be able to do a little set with him uh, if you carry on to number 10. <laughs> well, ne I'm going to hold you to that, John, because next week we're definitely doing number 10. That's, it's, okay. Whatever happens, we're definitely doing number 10, even just for that, to be honest. I want to just say a massive thank you to everyone who has contributed, uh, for those who just tune in uh, or drop in and out on a Saturday, but especially to all the performers who some are experienced, some aren't, but they really make it. Um, I'm just merely a platform for them to do what they need to do at this, this crucial and horrible time for everyone. Um, it's really down to you guys uh, who, who get involved and support it. So I just want to say a massive thank you to everybody and, to, and thank you to you because you're a massive support show. So thank you, John. My pleasure. Well, listen, stay safe and I will see you uh, at two o'clock when you introduce the first band or the first yeah. it's uh it always always get a little reminder in my email shane tom is gone live <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> excellent all right well stay cool. safe and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing you backstage soon yeah thank you john take care Shane Tom, stage manager and producer of the Crystal Palace Lockdown Live series. Go to Facebook and type in Crystal Palace Lockdown Live to join the group and enjoy some music from both professionals and amateurs, adults and children alike, and you are sure to be entertained every Saturday. Thank you to everyone who has responded to our call out for guests for this podcast so far. And if you'd like to take your bow, just get in touch with me via any of the social media platforms at Kurt and Call, that's C-U-R-T-A-I-N-C-A-L-L, -L, all one word, or email me at John at online.com and that's John with an H. We all need a little bit of inspiration and happiness these days, and hopefully today's chat gave you just that. Join us soon when another theater professional somewhere across the globe will be taking their bow. Bye.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. 